And just like that, Don's Pinball Podcast is coming back at you for episode number 90. We're known a generian up in this business. We've got some news to talk about, a little bit of views, and some fun developments that I'm very much looking forward to that are about to kick off in just the next few weeks. Let's get it. Oh, give me one more of them drops. Thank you. Can you believe it? Here we are. I hope everybody's warm at home with their fam and friends or even living up that La Vida Bachelor Life Loco. Uh, we're Don Garrison's Pinball Podcast. We started here almost a year ago, and here we are 90 episodes later, 90 steps down the cobble po- cobblestone path to freedom is where we're at. Um, and we got some things I want to talk to and some real exciting developments, too, that I can't wait to share more broadly with everything. Those of you on the Patreon, you've already seen what's coming, but I've got even things that you haven't seen yet because these developments have just started. Let's start our journey, our time together, our 30 minutes or less, or it's free, uh, visit with, down in Benton, Wisconsin with those folks at Spooky Pinball and uh, the milestone that they have been able to make uh, per their post, which was parroted on Nab Arcade as well. These guys down there, your friends and mine, uh, Spooky Luke and Bug and the whole team, they are right now uh, processing four different games on their line for the first time. Let's hear it for them. <laughs> That's amazing. So these guys are making not only the last of the sold-out TNA rerun, right? Probably these are the butter cabinets that, that people have been waiting on. Uh, but they're also running their Scooby-Doo's concurrently with their two brand-new titles, uh, Looney Tunes and TCM, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Please help me make TCM a thing just like GTF was because that was silly and that was fun. So there's uh, cabinets that are already graphicked up and sitting there waiting. I'm sure somewhere somewhere in that warehouse there are populated play fields or play fields being populated. Uh, wire harnesses being run for both Looney Tunes and TCM concurrently with Scooby and the final finale of the TNA rerun. So that was huge news for them. So well done. Talking to these guys, this is kind of where their goal is going to be long term. Not so much to sell out each run and then get to the next run, but to have multiple titles in various stages of being produced. And, you know, the kind of, these guys use almost like a node board uh, production approach where they have people at stations. This is wire harness dude. Uh, This is, this is a populated play field bro. Uh, This is uh, the lady back of here who makes the uh, boards. Forgive me for forgetting everybody's names, but I'm absolutely rubbish at that. Um, but they're able to, you know, pivot and turn from, you know, you're making Scoobies. Hey, guess what? We've got a run of now 10 TCM. So let's switch gears here and let's start making these. And their team is cross-trained into how to make all these things. Uh, so that, that, that would be awesome, right? So they don't have to try to budget for like, you know, should we do a 500 unit run? Should we do a 750 unit run? They could say, let's do 1200 and then let's sell 800 now. And then we can always make more later. There's room in the license for that, for them to pivot. You know, as code updates change, as uh, tastes in the industry change, they can do that. And so that's kind of awesome. Uh, super excited for them. You know, they're not somebody that's got the, you know, one game per line and has to shut that line down to pivot to turn somewhere else. 
And, you know, they don't have the three quarter mile long concurrent lines that Stern is currently uh, cracking out. Uh, let's talk about them a little bit here. So uh, Stern Pinball has just finally uh, completed the run of Stranger Things Premium that they were planning on doing. And now they are in a hiatus, a temporary mothballing of the factory, probably for inventory and such, and also to give everybody a break, uh, you know, cut the labor uh, force loose for a few weeks, uh, retool, get ready for what's going to be an absolute banger year for Stern Pinball in 2024. And we're going to get to more of that. Also, we're getting some confirmation uh, shaping up. Uh, you know, the, 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 the news is like a custard and it has set up like a flan uh, in, in the fridge. I don't know why I'm talking flan. That's Spanish. And we're talking about, of course, Italian manufacturer, uh, Padretti Gaming. Uh, so they have partnered with Planetary Pinball. The cat has been out of the bag, as they say. So the uh, the remake uh, association that uh, Planetary Pinball, owner of the Bally Williams licenses, uh, has with CGC, it turns out it was intact, and they are working with Pedretti. And so here's what I think happened. Um, there was rumors that Pedretti was getting the license, CGC was losing it. Of course, the popular conjecture, without really knowing much official, is that they're just slow to put games out put high-quality games out, mind you, but slow to put games out from CGC. So uh, Planetary Pinball sitting there thinking, like, at this rate, it's going to take forever to run through these licenses that we want to rerun and collect those sweet, sweet licensing fees. So they've partnered with a factory in Europe from Euro Pinball Corp. I'm still not sure about the hierarchy there. Pinball Brothers is involved. Padretti is involved. Euro Pinball Corp is like the Umbrella Corporation. What's even going on out there? Well, they've got a factory that's going to be moving. Uh, because uh, I, I don't think they're going to be moving a whole lot of queens uh, because the supply is out there. If you want to get a queen pinball, go ahead and get one. Email Jeff at madpinball.com. I think he's got one kicking around there. Uh, but also the aliens are being rerun. And then something new is coming, but uh, I don't think they're quite ready to announce that dancing queen of a pinball machine just yet. But that's okay because uh, Pedretti is partnered now with Bally Williams license holder Planetary Pinball. So I think we may see... The other games that have been rumored, right? I don't know if they're going to jump to an Adams Family rerun, although how sweet would that be? I mean, give me that greed bookcase, right? Is this the, the the rumored confirmation that Twilight Zone is being remade, and this time it's going to be coming out of Italy instead of Chicago? Um, you know, or are they running the Big Bang bars? I mean, the the speculation's all over the place. But I think what's going to happen is that the the prior arrangements that uh, Planetary Pinball had with CGC will still be honored, and that's what they meant when they came out ahead of this story, saying that they're very happy for the relationship with CGC, right, because they weren't ready to announce that that uh, others are forthcoming. But I think we'll still look forward to the slow, slow trickle, uh, much like a swollen prostate, uh, of uh, Cactus Canyons tripling out at some point Pulp Fictions, and then uh, that rerun of uh, Medieval Madness that we've been waiting on for uh, you know, a year and a half now. Uh, when is Pulp Fiction coming out at this rate? I mean, honestly, I've got a, a, an SE, a standard edition of Pulp Fiction reserved, and you know, I, I I didn't buy it at launch, so I'm you know my number's not super low, um, but I kind of got to figure it may be 2025 before my game is finally online at this point. I mean, if you were to tell me now, March 2025 is when Don, you're going to have to pay that final uh, final balance and get your game. I would not be shocked at this point. I'd be happy if it came, you know, with the next few months. Uh, but honestly, I think it may be, I may be way down the line, man. Who knows? But we got something new coming. Uh, Pedretti's going to be building some games. That's great. They've got a factory out there. Keep it moving. And, and, and uh, you know, so far, um, quality-wise, I don't think the recent builds of Queen, recent builds of Alien have had any issues uh, that I've been aware of uh, or heard back here. So uh, I'm cautiously optimistic. And maybe we will see that Twilight Zone or, or, or somewhat. Maybe we'll do, dude, if they rerun Diner, 
if they rerun Diner, I need to get me one. I need to get me a new Diner. I've been on the hunt for that game for a long time. Would love to get one. Uh, my boy Jeff's got a sweet fishtails that he's restored, so I think I'm good there. I can I could pry that out of his hands at some point. But Diner, Diner, Padretti, I want me a Diner. Get the license. It can't be that expensive. Let's move forward. What else do we got here to talk about? Oh, yes. Let's talk about a little bit of podcast information now. Now, I've been bringing you this news and information and views from my brain for 90 episodes now, and the feedback I've gotten has been nothing short of absolutely miraculous. I started this, as I said, 11.5 months ago with uh, with no expectations that anybody was ever going to listen to it, let alone enjoy it, let alone join a $5 Patreon to show support, and then also have access to more kind of nuanced behind-the-scenes content that I make and those other things. But I've heard a lot of feedback from the Patreon folks. Uh, they were looking for higher tiers. They're looking for more engagement and more involvement. And, you know, that took me a little bit to staple my wig back down that people are actually asking for that. Uh, but I went ahead and delivered, and I feel like I've made an honest uh, delivery effort in spades. Let me talk about it. I'm going to keep the baller level at $5 a month. That gets you access to the posts, the pictures, the videos, the extra little things, the snippets, whatever comes into my brain that I want to put out there behind that paywall. Um, I, I do talk a little bit more off topic. I talk a little bit more uh, more personal information. So if you want to get more of like that sense of that background, which people seem to dig, um, that's where you can find it, right? You know, $5, hop over the hedge. We're all having a party over there. Come hang out on the Patreon. Uh, that also gets you an, an entry into the bi-monthly giveaways that I've been doing. We just did the first one uh, back on the 15th, and I sent a Godzilla Stern banner out to a lucky recipient. We just did a drawing out of names out of a hat. If you were a paid Patreon member at that point, you got your name in there. We drew one, and we got it out. Uh, so I've got a stack of translites to give away, and I'm going to dig up some more banners. Who knows what else I can find? I've got T-shirts. Maybe I'll make a gift basket. Maybe you'll get something from Hickory Farms. Uh, but you will get a, an entry in that bi-monthly giveaway if, if we get up to over 100, maybe I'll even make it a monthly giveaway. That's in the future, but five bucks gets you in the door, gets you across the hedge, gets you into the garden party that we call the baller level of Don's Pinball Podcast. Now, say Don, Don, that's great, but I want even more engagement. I want more uh, perks. What else do you got for me? Well, I have a prestige partner level I've created. Uh, this was inspired by Prestige Worldwide, uh, but for $10 one month, uh, you will get access to the Prestige Partner level, which we are building out, and that comes with not only everything that you get from the baller level, but also an extra entry into the bi-monthly giveaways. Hopefully down the road, become monthly giveaways. Double your chances to get that banner, get that translate, get that bucket of t-shirts or whatever else I'm throwing together for you as a Prestige Partner. Plus, you're totally supporting the Donster, man. Uh, not only are you buying me a couple of games of Godfather, you'll buy me a pint as well, man. So if you enjoy the content and you want to buy this dude a beer or a root beer or a pitcher of Diet Pepsi or extra bacon on a sandwich from Firehouse Subs, that's how you can do that as a prestige partner. And you also earn my undying gratitude. But that wasn't all. I didn't want to stop just there because we've got Don super fans out there. We've got people that want even more involvement. They want a direct role in how the show is produced, how the show is made. So I have created out of my brain, out of my brain waves, the producer's council level. This is a $20 level. This is, this is for the premium. This is for the exceptional. This is for those people that want to make a dang statement. This is for people that aren't good with just the street, you know, the Gucci that you can buy in Battery Park. No, no. These are the people that want to shop at the Macy's. These are people that want to go on the good rides. These are people who want to skip the line and get a direct line into the private producer's council discord. At this level, 
$20 a month while you're active. You are, in fact, a de facto producer in Dots Pinball Podcast. I've got a cadre of people all together already that are in this, and we are making those decisions like, you know, which t-shirt should be produced next? Um, which interview should we do? How should we respond to this internet drama? What's the real, real behind-the-scenes stuff that's going on? I want you to talk frankly with me and uncensored. That's all going on at the producer's council level. Also, there's opportunities that are involved in this level. I'll get to them in a moment. Uh, but for instance, uh, uh, a booth is coming together for TPF that I'm going to talk about in a bit. And you can get yourself a regular armband. You can buy a daily armband. You can buy an armband good for the entire week of the show with access to the show floor during show floor hours. Or for a producer, you will have the opportunity to purchase one of our extra wristbands that we're going to have that will get you on the show floor before it opens to the general public. Because that's what I'm doing. I'm about access. I'm about empowering the producers of the show. So if you weren't crazy enough about pinball as I am and you want a way to participate at that level, there it is. There's a producer's council for you. Uh, let's get out there and, and, and join if you want. The show is still free for everybody. I want to be inclusive as I can, but I also want to make opportunities available for those of us that want a little fast pass, want a little quick trip, want a little skip the line, want a little get in on the back door end and then and, and talk about what's going on. And that's a way that you can do it. Uh, much like my other good sponsor of the show, Mad Pinball. I'm talking about my boy, Jeff Cerneva, out there in uh, the, the greater lands of eastern Ohio, who will ship you a pinball machine to your door, to your curb. He'll drop it off, but you got to drag it in the house. Or he also offers white glove service if you want it. That can be arranged through Mad Pinball. If you're just curious, if you just want to be on a list with no commitments to purchase, but you want that opportunity when Jaws is released, when Metallica is released, when Pokemon is released, when Barry Osler's dang food truck is ready to pull up to your house, email Jeff at madpinball.com. Tell him Don sent you, and then we'll keep this whole thing rolling. He's a cool dude. His profile is blowing up, too, by the way. I'm seeing people unboxing Mad Pinballs all over the dang place. We're getting to the, we're getting to the robots. God, I love them dang robots. I unboxed two games, and there is a live stream of this up on Facebook. Because uh, your boy, I went down to Chicago. I, I went to a warehouse in Chicago, a pinball warehouse. And waiting among the stacks of the Cactus Canyons with the toppers sitting there new in boxes. That's like eight of them. That was nuts. I think I saw Fathom Mermaid Edition. I think I saw some other Coin Redemption games, Coin Pushers, Alley Rollers, everything in there. I picked up not only a Elvira, House of Horrors, Blood Red Kiss, NIB, new inbox, palletized, but also a Stranger Things Premium. Give me a beep on that. Uh, I put them both in my truck and I drove them home. Uh, before I did that, though, I went over to Stern headquarters. So I took my two new inbox games and I was at the Stern warehouse. That did happen. Now, maybe I just pulled my truck up out front and I shot a picture and I put it up on the Facebook, but I was there. Uh, the warehouse that I went to was just down the street. So I got two new games and I did the best unboxing I have ever done. I took them over to the gym. I turned on the smoke machine. I inflated the Halloween inflatables. I put some spooky music on. I put some lights on. And we did a double unboxing. Stranger Things Premium and Elvira's House of Horrors Blood Red Kiss Edition. So check that out on Facebook if you like to watch long form, um, you know, immaculately filmed uh, unboxing videos. Uh, that is on the Facebook page. Be sure to give me a follow. That was awesome. My boy Russ came by. We did a double unboxing. I've since set both games up, and they are playing relatively well. 
Uh, Stranger Things really didn't have many issues. I've got to adjust the ball guide on the left orbit there, so it throws it straight at the flipper. That's not a big deal. That's a screw to unscrew. Um, and then I did have to adjust the, the projector a little bit. That was all done in the menu and adjustments, and that couldn't be easier to do. You can go to each actual projection individually and move them around and fine-tune them and get them working in good order. Um, I've got the Dark Star uh, material upgrade that I'm waiting until I have some time off to go and do that. That'll be happening this week. But man, I am digging this game. As I dug into Stranger Things Premium, let me tell you, this Brian Eddy game, uh, I, I saw some familiarities with it. And I don't think I ever really noticed this before, but now that I have the game in the exact same spot that Venom Premium recently inhabited, I was able to look and see that they actually uh, used, I would say, about 50% of Stranger Things layout to make Venom, and I'll qualify that here. The bottom is the dang same. Look at the uh, slings and, and, and those the metal posts that come up there uh, on the outlanes, uh, dividing the outlanes and inlanes, inlane, outlane, uh, dividers, whatever they're called. Those are exactly the same on Venom. This was copy. This was paste. The whole bottom and the shape of the slings and the shape of the plastics and all of that is exactly the freaking same. Let's go over to the left outlane there. Because if you remember, I got myself one of those um, single post spinners uh, from Pinball Life for $15, I think it was. And I put it in Venom and I put my own stickers on it and I played the heck out of it. And it was super fun having an outlane or a, a left uh, orbit spinner uh, on my Venom. Uh, the Venom Premium, the Venom Pro, the Venom LE, in that plastic, in that space, on the left uh, left guide rail for the orbit, uh, there is a spot for a spinner. There are mounting screws right underneath that hole in that plastic for that spinner. I think that spinner, initially, I thought it was originally engineered for Venom and then removed due to gameplay ability, code integration, whatever it was. But now, after looking at Stranger Things, that plastic is the same size, the same shape, and, and the ball guide uh, on the orbit is the same on Venom as it is in Stranger Things. And Stranger Things has a spinner, that cool one with the projector where there's a little swirly-swirly on it, little the little, little high-anxiety swirly guy um, projected right on there, the same exact spot. I think what they did was they took the same template from that plastic on Stranger Things and just put Venom graphics on it and put the same geometry and everything because, admittedly, it works really well. I think they put that in there and just left it. And uh, they didn't bother to even engineer or put in a spinner or program it or whatever, uh, but they left the space in the plastic. It's still there. The bolts underneath are in the same exact place. Um, I could pull the spinner off of Stranger Things and drop it in exactly the same position in Venom. So maybe it wasn't that originally Venom had a spinner uh, that was uh, engineered to go into it, but rather it was just a leftover remnant uh, from its ancestor, Stranger Things. Now, the whole back of the game is different, right? You know, the, the, the choose your shot, change the game, the fast locks, and all that was new. That, you know, back third of the game, uh, that was redone for Venom. That's unique to that. But the rest of it, man, you're playing Stranger Things, and that was crazy. Imagine if Stranger Things had a, a Demogorgon, a Demogorgon uh, doppelganger that could flip out with little demon dogs dangly bits. How awesome would that be with projection effects and things on it? I wonder if there's a way to reverse engineer uh, the mechanism of the doppelganger from Venom back into Stranger Things. That would be something amazing. That would be something uh, questionable uh, in intelligence and the kind of thing that I would probably do. So I, I'm going to take a half second to look at that and see if that would be something possible. Because how ridiculous would that be to have a doppelganger in Stranger Things? He already looks like a, like a, like a Demogorgon dog, right? Right, right. Anybody, anybody, anybody there with me? Let's move on to other stern news. Uh, Jaws, what's going on? So this isn't news. This is purely speculation based on my intuition. 
that I have. Uh, I think Jaws is coming for sure, uh, for sure. It's, it's been confirmed from so many different sources. It's happening. When is it happening? I'm going to say it's going to happen the first week of January. We're not going to get a reveal this month in December. I'll put five bucks on it. If I'm wrong, I'll pick a random person. I'll send you five bucks or five dollars worth of stickers or some damn thing. Uh, but I don't think it's going to come out for the rest of the year because there's really no reason to do that. Jaws is going to sell like hotcakes dipped in butter and slavered with $5 bills. Um, this is going to be the game that everybody wants. It's not. It's a game that everybody's waiting on their money to buy. Uh, so it's going to sell great. There's no point in re- in revealing it now when the you're not going to get it till the factories even open in January. So I think January two, January three. I still have to look at what days those are. Um, I think that's when we're probably going to get a reveal, either on a Tuesday or a Friday, and then you know the game will be. You know, fully unveiled the next day. Maybe we'll get a little sizzle reel and a little background information on what the game is. We'll get some gameplay streams. Um, but I think the pros aren't going to be leaving until probably the end of the month. Uh, they'll hit the ground running in January. They'll get retooled. They'll get some games out. They'll get through QC. And then probably, you know, late second week or third or fourth week is when I think pros will start going out for location operators. And that'll be our first time to really be able to play it. Unless you happen to be at the Consumer Electronics Show, which is happening towards the end of that first week of January, that may be where the game is actually fully like, here it is, public, people, this is your first chance to play this thing, check it out, are there spinning mechs in it, are there um, orca boats that flip over and sink, uh, You know, is it one barrel, is it three barrels, do the barrels blow up, what's going on, is there going to be that dream mechanism lifted straight from Totan, uh, Tales of the Arabian Nights, where your ball gets captured by Jaws and then slowly pulled underneath the play field. I think it should happen. Red inserts would light up. The GI would go down. The moon would be lit in the back glass. I think it's a perfect moment, and probably we're not going to see it, but it's what I would make if I was making a Jaws machine. We'll see what happens. Speculation has it that we'll see a white powder coat on the LE, but also they're going to do a black powder coat on the premium and then the regular wrinkle coat for the Pro. I would totally dig that. Any more inclusion of something as a point of differentiation in the premium, I'm all for. So would you get the Black Jaws premium, or would you go for the White Jaws LE? Can we talk about LE prices for a second? I'm all over the place here, but I've been working nonstop. Listen, uh, the 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 LE price for Stern, $12,999. That would get you an Elvira Blood Red Kiss. That would get you an Elvira Blood Red Kiss today. You could still get one for $12,999. The problem with that standard pricing, though, is that a game like Venom LE was also $12,999. That's the price if you get it from a distributor. But that game all day, I've seen it under $10,000 on resale, barely played. I'm talking like 30 plays, 100 plays, limited edition, $12,999, marked down to $9,800 or something crazy like that. I, I think I sold my premium for near that price. So it's hard to say, you know, this is the one standard price for all of our limited editions when, you know, Venom is going to be worth less than 10 Gs. Uh, that's four figures, man. And then, uh, you know, Jaws and Elvira Blood Red Kiss are the same price. Like, how do you how do you reconcile that, Stern? I can't wait to see what goes on in the future for that. But for sure, Jaws LE is going to come at that twelve nine ninety nine. I don't think we're going to see an SLE. We'll maybe see one down the road, but that's what my thoughts on that. What about the next game from Stern? The most I'm hearing is Metallica. Um, but is this just a vault with the the uh, the 
DMD version of the game? I don't think so. I don't see Stern rerunning the same game they've already done. The rumor is Metallica was seen in the factory walking around talking about, like, did you see how great uh, Jersey Jack's Guns N' Roses look with that big LCD screen? We want a game with an LCD screen. And maybe not a Spike 2 screen. Maybe a Spike 3 screen. Maybe a screen's a little bigger, a little better definition, a little better viewing angle or something like that. So I think we may see that. That's the rumor I'm hearing. The first Spike 3 system will be Metallica. It'll be a redo of some kind. Now, if they're taking the bones of the old game and just redressing it with new art and putting it out, maybe a black and white Metallica, uh, maybe that can happen. Uh, I'll put 50% of that. 50% that's just a new, brand new game from the ground up. I would love that option. Um, you know, I like the original Metallica okay-ish. I like it about as much as I like Ghostbusters. Um, it's okay. It's a little flawed for me. I don't like, I don't dig the art and stuff. It's spooky. Sparky's kind of weird. I want like more thrash metal Metallica, the game, a little higher energy, a little faster paced. I would like to see a new ground up game with a lot of black tones and then like some blood put in there and really make it, you know, a more kind of mature and less kind of hot topic y uh, game. So we'll see. I don't know. But I think that may be the next game coming out. The other rumors, uh, what Dungeons and Dragons, Pokemon, we've been hearing those. Those are probably down the road later the year i think they're gonna happen and i i'd I love pokemon to come out with some of the code that's in venom i think we could see something really really special also if that comes out when there's more upgrades with insider connected where you can go head to head with other players man i'm salivating now thinking about taking my charizard versus your bulbasaur well we vine whip each other man uh across the state across the country across the world across the time zones across the great atlantic um, just think about it. I think that would be cool. I think I spent just about enough time on Stern. What else should we talk about? Let's talk about Texas Pinball Festival, the next major festival to come up, CES, notwithstanding in Vegas. Uh, it's happening in March. I'm going to be there. Uh, I may be flying solo there uh, just because uh, I don't know if I want to drag my family through, uh, you know, whatever, the, the potential for a pinball drama. Uh, but TPF, I'll be there for sure. It's going to be fun. Uh, I'll be staying at a hotel in the neighborhood. I'm not staying at the, the, the actual one, but there's so many in the area. There's rooms available. Get down to TPF. I went before. It was awesome. Food in Texas just tastes better than anywhere else in the country, I think. So I'll be at TPF. Now, I was planning on being in there as a regular Joe Public, but I think I'm actually going to get together uh, with my buddy Sterling over Balls of Steel Pinball, and we may actually be getting a booth at TPF. This has been kind of a stretch goal for me, a, a little thing that I've, uh, that's made my heart go tither, right? Uh, to have myself my own space on the show floor, a place to put my purse, a place to set my lunch, a place to kick back with everybody, um, you know, instead of just hanging out in the hallway or leaning up against a, a door or just bugging the spooky guys, my own space uh, would be fantastic. And my mind is percolating with all the options and things that I could do. I could, I could make some mods and bring them down to sell. I could have t-shirts. We could do giveaways from our own booth. We could do meet and greets, VIP stuff. How about this? What if we got 20 people together and I had y'all make believe that I was some kind of celebrity or something and just all line up in a queue and get real hype and like draw a lot of attention like, oh, who's coming over there? And then like I come walking out like a like a like a like a like a gangster rap star, right? With a couple of big dudes uh, next to me and like an entourage and people are like, dude, who is that guy? And they're like, oh, I think he was like a background extra in Gremlins or something back in the day, you know, or was that the guy that was in Last Action Hero or something crap like that? It would just be funny to spoof that. And then like I'm out there signing stuff. I'll even sign somebody's 
other name on stuff. Uh, I'll sign people's foreheads. Let's get crazy with it. Um, these are, this is the way that my brain works. Regardless, I'm going to do the same thing. The giveaways and things have been super popular. Uh, you know, the whirlwind, the whitewater giveaways that we did. They were too popular though. I was, I was quickly tapped out, um, from my prize packs. So I have to find a new way to distribute love back into the community. And I think a booth may be the way to do it. And I think I may have an extra VIP join the show floor quicker than the general public wristband available for somebody in the producers council. So I'm going to offer it there first. That's where it's going to go. So be sure to check all that out. The game room is filling back up here at district on arcade. Um, I've sold some games and, and I'm building back up. So we just got the double unboxing, right? Blood red kiss. Oh my God. And uh stranger things premium. And we got two spookies coming in. Hopefully in the next two months. And then Labyrinth is out there. And then sometime in the next six months or six years, I'll be getting a Pulp Fiction. Maybe, I think. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> it should be coming. You'll hear about all that and more on the number one place to listen to your independent voice in pinball news. That's Don's Pinball Podcast. Like and subscribe. Follow the Facebook page. We just hit 900 followers. We're on the road to 1,000. When are we going to get there? I can't wait, but I'll be there with you. Don's Pinball Podcast at gmail.com is a great way to get at me. I've got some new mods that I'm going to be releasing for bargain basement prices, man. I don't play around. I make cool stuff for me, and I share it with you. That's kind of what I do. I like pinball. I'm having a good time in it, so please continue to join. Thanks.